0: Happy are they whose transgressions are forgiven and whose sin is put away. The fourth Sunday of Lent is called Letere Sunday, from the Latin word for rejoice. It is the Sunday when the church expresses hope and joy in the midst of our Lenten fasts and penances. It is to give us a little lift from our Lenten blues, a little pick-me-up from our penitence, a little feast in the season of our fasting. It is to give us a shot in the arm of the joy that awaits us at Easter, just before we enter into the somber days of the Passion Tide. And how about a church that seems kind of full for a little lift? How about the weather outside that kind of mirrors this mood? How about this beautiful table that waits for us? Something of a glimpse of the glory, right? And there's always pink shoes if you need a little lift. Awesome reminders that even in the season of Lent, God is at work reconciling the world to herself. And if you need a more literal reminder, I invite you to turn your attention to the scripture lessons assigned for this day. They are comforting words that hit us, Square in our contrite hearts with the grandeur and generosity of God Do you see in the text how for Joshua the disgrace is rolled away? Do you hear the psalmist sing about the joy that comes from being forgiven the guilt of sin? Do you understand how Paul is becoming a new creation because he lives into his Christ-like transformation? Do you hear from Jesus' parable that the lost are found and the dead come back to life? It's all there, and it's all for us to give us the lift we've been waiting for. Because the work of Lent is hard and holy. And if we've been doing it right, we are right now sitting in the awareness that we are flat broke. We have closed our ears to the cry of the poor. We are divided as races and nations. We have put our selfish desires before the needs of the world. And today, we get the reminder that even in our weakness, God meets us with the promise of reconciliation. Reconciliation. The end of estrangement. Reconciliation. The heart of salvation. Reconciliation the essence of atonement, reconciliation, the work of Lent that ends with the resurrected life. It is there, friends. And these texts remind us that God is lifting us up, taking away our shame, giving us reason to celebrate, making us new, and calling us home. And today, these texts invite us to revel in that, to rejoice over it, to delight in it. We are invited to see that Lent is only a short season, but that the reconciling work we do in these days will lead us to the Easter alleluia's. I mean, are there any among us who this Lent are confessing our sins, who are not in the need of a reminder that God rolls away shame and reproach? Are there any among us this Lent who are trying to do this right living, who do not want the kind of instruction manual that the psalmist gives us to make a shout for joy with a true heart? Are there any among us who this Lent are praying for peace in the midst of wars and plagues that do not need to believe that everything old is passing away and everything is becoming new? Are there any among us who this Lent are aware of our recklessness and our resentments? our misused privilege and bitter entitlement, our sin and our suffering, who do not long for a God who just drops everything, all protocol, and welcomes us home with no caveats? This is what the lessons teach us, that while we must lean into the Lenten season and the refining fire it offers us, We must, too, hold fast to the knowledge that God is more than a God who rebukes, but a God who reconciles. God is more than a God who is far off, but a God who longs for relationship. God is more than a God who claims, but also a God who commissions, calls us to be reconcilers with our land, with our sisters and brothers, with our enemies and strangers, with the darkest parts of ourselves, within the Christian community, and with the God who made us. This is the lift we are offered today. And these texts show us again and again that we are designed for restoration of relationship. We have been made to resolve disagreements. Our very origins are to end alienation. We are called to be reconciled, one to another and to God, and commissioned to the work of reconciliation. Both the inner work and the other work to ourselves and to our neighbors and to our God. And it is holy work. It is hard work. It is giving up ego and dying to self. It is acknowledging our brokenness and working to heal the wounds that we have caused. It is confessing before God our abuse of power and then undoing the systems of oppression from which we have benefited it's living like christ it's living like christ has made us new it's living like the kingdom has already come it's practicing resurrection the one that is coming and the one that has already come and these scriptures They give us the lift. They give us a glimpse of the God who desires for us abundance of life and designed for us a way to salvation and lays out for us the ministry of reconciliation. These these lessons, they remind us that in this world, there is enough shame. There is enough division. There is enough estrangement among us and in us and all around us. These lessons remind us that ours is a God who is waiting to reconcile with you, who has sent the Son to be reconciled for you, who is equipping each of you to reconcile with the other. But what of it, reconciliation? What does it even mean to people far removed from these biblical texts? What is reconciliation with our sisters and brothers? What is reconciliation with the land? What is reconciliation with the other outside our door or in the Ukraine? What is reconciliation within ourselves? What is reconciliation with God? Reconciliation, we learn today, is the process by which we see the other. We celebrate the other and recognize the unity of all beings as creations of the divine, holy and righteous in their design. Reconciliation is how we come back to unity with God, unity with our beloved nature, unity with our Christ-self. Reconciliation is fullness of life. Shedding and letting go of that which separates us, divides us, imprisons us. Letting go of all the greed and the grief, and the fear, and the judgment. Reconciliation is recognizing the mutual dependence between us and our neighbor, between God and the created order. Reconciliation is the at-oneness, That is the work of the Spirit through the person of Jesus. Really, reconciliation is the work we do in Lent. When we spend the season examining our lives with the hope that we would be reconciled. And so we confess all our past unfaithfulness that separated us one from another, from our true selves, and from the God who made us. Reconciliation is the work we do in Lent, to repent of the behaviors that have divided us one from another. The work we do in Lent is to pray for restoration and repair, and to proclaim that we are reconciled by penitence, and God's forgiveness. The work of Lent is to ask for salvation and then to wait with hope that a new creation is being made in us and through us, that everything old is passing away and everything will be made new. Today, on this lift, this pink, this rejoicing Sunday, we celebrate God's reconciling nature. God's been redeeming us since the beginning of time. Today we celebrate our reconciled status, for in Christ God has reconciled the world. Today we celebrate the hope of a reconciled world. The kingdom come, God's will being done. And today we take our place as agents of God to be reconcilers, to claim our beloved nature, to name the other's beloved nature, and to bring unity among nations and peoples and races and religions and genders to bridge heaven and earth, and to bring God and our humanity together. Today, we rejoice that God can do this in us and through us. Christ was made for this, to restore the tear between creator and creation. You and I, we are equipped for this, to reach across aisles and boundaries and barriers that separate us, and to find ways to renew our relationships as part of God's ongoing act of creation. Y'all know I love this gospel. Top pods on Henry Nowen's return of the prodigal son. And I love the thousands of questions this gospel lesson asks. But I lift this one up today because perhaps it is the most applicable to this moment, these texts this morning. Do you feel the lift? Do you hear the invitation Are you coming to this party? All has been restored. The fatted calf has been killed. The feast awaits. God's loving arms are extended to you. Will you enter into this call? This identity, this relationship, Or are you going to stand outside the gates? Will you own this lift? This joy? Will you walk into God's welcome? Will you join the celebration? Are you going to run headlong into the love that waits for you? Will you be reconciled to God through Christ for the sake of the world? This is God's desire. And I think if we let go of all of our stuff, we can admit that it's probably our desire too. If you let the lessons today give you the lift that this day represents. If you take a pause in the midst of your Lenten reflection, you will see that God's reconciling nature can save us. Our commitment to reconciliation can restore us. And living into reconciliation will bring us the salvation that we long for. It can bring us through a season of penitence and lead us into a season of passion. This lift will bring us joy and salvation and love and abundant life. Because that is God's design and desire. Let us accept the invitation to the celebration. Let us become new creations on this day. Let nothing separate us from the love of God and from one another. Let us be restored to our true selves. Let the Spirit of God blow through us this day to reconcile us to God, and to ourselves, and to our neighbor. Let the kingdom come through us and to us this day, that justice and peace and righteousness and love may prevail. Lift us, O God, this day, we pray. That we might rejoice in doing the work set before us this Lent. That by Easter morning, we will be resurrected. And all the world will be reconciled one to another and to you. Amen.